<laughs> and have you tried dating during this pandemic or have you had any success? I mean, I'm guessing no, if you're still single, <laughs> so are we. I've tried a few, a few like um, Tinder. Uh, Tinder is absolutely just gone septic now at the moment. It literally will call it septic because it's just gone oh, brutal. Like, I just can't get the gist of it now anymore. I've just, I gave up on it now at the stage, but uh, joined Bumble there a while ago as well. And that's that's picking up a little bit now. It's starting to get a bit more. Um, I think the classier women go for a bit of Bumble. Um, it's, a, it's a good app, and um, I think you're actually talking to the real person in Bumble as well. Hopefully, anyway. <laughs> Most, um, yeah. So I like I like the thing about Bumble is that if you match with somebody, if there is a match, they have to, the, the girl has to make the first move. So you're kind of waiting anxiously and then you have like three hours left and you have to send a reminder to, to her. <laughs> but uh, I'd say Bumble is, it, it will work. But uh, look, at, I, I believe in old school dating. I think face-to-face and going on an actual date is the only way to get to know somebody properly because this internet dating now, it's, it, it works for some people, but it's certainly I don't think it's going to work for me somehow or another. So when you say um, that Tinder is septic, it's something I totally agree with. But yeah. from, a, from, from your point of view, what is kind of septic about it? Well, I just find like, um, first of all, you could come on profiles and they just have one picture, like, and it mightn't even be a picture of face. It just could be a picture of a cat. Like, how are you oh. going to date a picture of a cat? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether the cat is referring to the, the female <laughs> body part that does be associated with as a nickname for a cat. We're going no more into that now. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just then what I find about it is you could um, you could like somebody and it, they match with you and you start a conversation with them and then it, they just go dead. Like there's no reply afterwards and you're like, am I that bad? What did I do to you? I just said hello. How are you? Um, nice meet, nice thanks for the match. Uh, what are you up to? And that's like, maybe it's my start off line and that I'm going wrong with and think maybe I should just go straight in for the kill but uh, I just find like you get no reply out of it and then it's gone like so. Okay, I yeah, see I, here I, though I that you men are experiencing the exact same thing as as we are essentially. No, well I heard, I heard you women do experience a lot of um, getting nice pictures sent to you all right but um, unfortunately for me I haven't got any nice pictures of women's parts <laughs> sent to me through Tinder. <laughs> I don't think there's many girls out there that are sending those. I just think Tinder, um, I don't know, I think just people are using it just for a more of a mess. Like you don't, I think it's uh, it's a bit like what Facebook is going, like it's gone old school now. It's, not, it's time to move on to something different. Yeah, I agree. I think Tinder, like me and Nicola have done pretty much all the apps and we've kind of discussed them on previous episodes. And I know Nicola probably, like Poff is probably your worst one, Nicola, but I really struggled with Tinder even though I did meet people from it and I had some dates but it just felt like a disaster kind of site and like you were saying like people just they're just on it for like shits and giggles it doesn't really feel like a lot of people on it are for are on it for a genuine reason and I'd kind of agree with you I think Bumble is um a bit nicer people feel like they might be a bit more serious on it but um like it, it's definitely hard as a girl making the first move and then you have to watch that countdown timer for 24 hours. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I hate that clip. That cl- and that, especially when it comes up and it's like, we've sent Bill a reminder that he hasn't messaged you back. And you're like, oh, for, why did you have to say that to me? Now I know that Bill has gotten two messages and he hasn't replied. And the thing about Tinder as well is they keep trying to push this like pay, pay per month product on you like as well. So it's as if they're, they're watching all your moves. And, and I think like a lot of their matches, um, they kind of, 
make the matches themselves on Tinder so that you kind of think, oh, that's a match now. I'll pay for the extra premium service and I'm going to get so much out of this. Like, so I think Tinder, uh, Tinder is kind of like become like Facebook with their marketing strategy. I think they're looking mm. for you to invest money into them. Bumble, you can invest money, but it's it's as good not to pay for it because I find it it's the, definitely the upper class of the online dating apps at the moment. I find with um, Bumble and the difference between Bumble and Tinder for me is when you're talking to a guy on Bumble, it's you kind of get the feeling that he's there for dating and meeting up and Tinder it's for hookups because like you could say on, I could be chatting to a guy on Tinder about how I rescued a child from a burning tree and he'd be like, what were you wearing? And you're like, wait, what has that got to do with it? Whereas on Bumble, it's, it, it's less likely to turn that dirty that quick. I'd find Tinder lads kind of at this stage are just using it for kind of hookups. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, definitely. It is a hookup too, I suppose, more than anything else. But, um, yeah, I just find it, it's it's strange. Like I, I went through phases where I deleted off my phone, and then I find with Tinder as well a lot of like um, people that you know that you were in school with keep popping up as well, and you're like, get me off this app ASAP. Like, <laughs> or people people that you have shifted in the nightclub, like when you were like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and that you don't want to sit, have any dealings with again. Oh God, yeah, somebody that or somebody you work with is even worse. It's like, oh Jesus, they now they they know I'm single. I know they're single, and it's this awkward. I saw you on this. Yeah, and with that as well, like um, you don't want to x out, or you don't want to click the click the click that you like. So I just leave it. I just get out of it and go back into it about maybe six hours yeah. there. It, it won't go away. It won't keep coming back up. Like so, it's like as if Tinder is watching. Them, watching yeah. Them. They're trying to force you together with that old, that girl you shifted when you were seventeen behind the school sheds or whatever. Yeah, trying to trying to rekindle a, like old love, which does not work. Like <laughs> if it was meant to work, it is still working. Out <laughs> so, like a single for lads in lockdown, like you must have some single lad mates as well. What you know, a lot of women we talk to are kind of given up on dating in the pandemic they, they're kind of going oh I've tried and tried especially at the start really tried what do the lads think about it? Yeah like a good few of my friends would be in long term relationships and some of them are married but um, a lot of the, the my friends that are single they said the same like that they're giving up on, on the whole dating scene like uh, literally 2020 is just going to be written off now at this stage like there's nowhere to go I don't know when, we, when we'll ever get to step in top of the again like I don't know when it'll be ever open again <laughs> <laughs> never, Don't say uh, that I'm dreaming of the day of getting my vodka Red Bull and coppers. Aren't we just? I know. We'll we'll be waiting a long time looking at the way things are going to go. But um, look, it's like 2020 just has to be written off because, as I said, the only way I think of meeting people is by getting out and about and seeing them face to face and getting a natural feel for the person that this internet dating is all rubbish. You don't know who you're talking to. It could be a, it could be catfished. Um, I'm sure plenty of people have been catfished. Uh, thankfully, mm. I haven't been catfished yet, but um, don't want to be catfished. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I just think uh, twenty twenty is just uh, going to be written off. Like, but um, like at my age, it's, it's kind of getting harder now to, to find somebody. So I don't know what what we're going to do, but um, hopefully we can get the, get rid of this virus and the vaccine. I'll come with it when we get into maybe the middle of 20, 2021 that we can start going out again and um, socialising, and that the the whole Irish culture will be back up. That there'll be concerts and stuff that we'll be able to go and meet people at. So you haven't done any kind of like Zoom dates or any of like the social distance walks or anything You're like that, Liam? Oh, I did. Uh, did a social distance walk. Yeah, it was um, it was interesting. Yeah, um, it's, it's, the social distance might have been a bit hard, though, <laughs> I suppose, but uh, we managed it all right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah it, was a, it was an interesting date. Like, it was nice to get out and, out and about. Like, I do a lot of um, running myself anyway, so I am quite an active person. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an experience, but... Um, 
totally different like than what you expect like um going out for a meal or going to the cinema for a date but um a different experience like and i did one zoom date zoom date was interesting it was a kind of a, a pre-arranged uh, zoom date so i didn't really know who i was going to be matched up with but she was a lovely girl and uh, basically it was that the person introduced me to her and then they they muted their zoom so i had a half an hour to chat to her on the zoom and um it was quite Quite interesting with a lot in common, but uh, not never came out of it. But uh, it was an interesting experience. But as I said, like I'm not really into all this virtual stuff. I think uh, then he went to go out and meet somebody as face to face, and then you get your, you know exactly what they're like. Who's this mystery matchmaker that's setting you up with Zoom dates? <laughs> I um I'll send send her on her number. Send her on your number, or, or I'll connect you <laughs> up with Adafi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little COVID business I have off and running. <laughs> Are you charging much for a name? Ah, no, not that much. No, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> so you would be very much uh, like like myself, um, a sort of person who talks to people when you're out, and that would be usually how you would kind of go on a date or like get someone's phone number. It would usually be like pre-pandemic, face to face in a bar, you know, at a gig or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, like if you asked any of my friends um, about me, the first thing they would say, I'd be the last one to leave a party. Like I'm just one of these people that just does not want to go home. Like I just want to stay out all night. <laughs> so I suffered for about three days afterwards. But yeah, it would be face to face, like chatting away at the bar. Like, and I come home some nights uh, and the next day I check my phone and I'm scrolling through my phone. Like, and I'm like, whose number is this? Who is she? Like, and, yeah, <laughs> you could have two or three numbers and you could have it like a girl at the bar, Molly and M and you put them in as weird names. Like you they're actually not their real name. And then you might be texting them for a day or so. And then you're like, I don't know this girl's name. How am I going to actually face her face to face and find out her name? And that's when it gets awkward. Oh, I used to have, I used to love when you'd wake up and you'd scroll and it'd be like John Flannery's or, you know, Mick Whelan's. And you're like, oh, Grant, I don't remember what he looks like, but at least I know where I met him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you'd have the, you'd have those um, those types of um, nights out like that. You just literally just put their names into your phone. You could be chatting at the bar like um, for about twenty minutes, and like you're like maybe shift them at the bar, and then you text them the next day, and you're like chatting away, and you're like, I don't really know this person's name. How is this going to go awkward? How am I even going to ask them out on a date? Like, so it gets messy then. It's kind of like, and, it's, and then you go try, you start trying to do a little bit of Facebook stock and see this the the phone number and your phone match with you know a recommended yeah. friend that comes up on the Facebook you try and try and do that as well but uh, that doesn't always work but um, yes I could have basically write a book on my uh, nights out as well there's, there's some stories now that's not fit for um, for anybody's ears on this podcast but some great nights out oh, part of the thing life. we but, love um, stories in this podcast here. well anybody's here <laughs> only my only my good friends know them on the, yeah. they, they, could, they could definitely agree that some of them are a bit mad but uh, they've been great nights out and um, I sure hope I to have a few of these nights in maybe 2021 20, all going well. I know, the dream of being able to go out and go to a pub and socialise again. So say imagine it was normal times, Liam, and you're out and about. Would you, um, like, what? because we get asked this question a lot by girls, and uh, they always ask us to ask guys this question, but do you like if a woman approaches you or, like, makes the first move or, like, asks you on a date? Yeah, I wouldn't mind at all. Um, I think it is, it's a sign that, that the girl has a lot of confidence. Um because it takes a lot of confidence and fairness to have somebody out on a date like I know myself I'd be quite nervous like I'd, I might talk talk the hind leg of a donkey when I'm out with a night out but um, it is it's to make the first move is always the hardest and um, I'd actually if a girl did ask me out on a date um, I think it's a, a fair place and they have a lot of confidence and it's a good sign if they're, at, if they're making the first move and you actually went on was it, was it did you go on this year on first dates 
yeah, for my sins. <laughs> and uh, how did you yeah, all that? Oh, it was great, great experience. I'd recommend it to anybody now. Really top class um, experience. But, uh, well, like, just, it was like something that was on my bucket list. The lads were saying to me, I go on, do it, do it, do it. It's life. It's not life for it anyway. I wasn't expecting to get called. I'm sure got called anyway. Uh, told nobody was going up to record it because it was recorded in August, August 2019. And it actually didn't air till March 20, March 2020. So, like, that was nearly seven months trying to, not tell any well I told a few people on nights out about it but I'm trying not to tell it because we had to sign like a, a contract to say that we weren't allowed to put anything up on social media about it or how, how the experience went to that but yeah no it was it, it was a great experience um, obviously naturally enough my, my, I was so nervous going in going into the restaurant like because um, I think if you're not nervous there's something seriously wrong because mm-hmm. you're going on a date that you're not meeting anybody and of course I was expecting to be sitting at the bar waiting for my day to come in, but in fact, she was sitting at the bar, so I had to do the whole walk-in entrance, so, which made her really, really nervous. Oh, but, uh, no. I would hate that, like them sitting there and they're watching you, so I would fully fall. Like, I would definitely fall. Yeah, like it was. It was It was hard now, but we, we got on very well now. It went It went very well. Like, the funniest thing about it was like that uh, you go the whole way to Dublin for a date, like, and uh, you end up like that. Uh, the girl was from Longford and like I'm from the borders of Longford with me (laughs) 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 you're like we could have done this closer to home exactly but um, definitely recommend it to anybody to apply for because um, it's definitely out of your comfort zone when you get in but once the one bit of advice I would give um, was um, don't 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 get drunk on it because that's one thing that people their natural uh, personality doesn't come across they're just they come across like gobs like excuse my language um, they they think they're heroes but um, one thing I would um, I did thing like I just we did a bottle of wine at the dinner that's all I had like you see people going on and they're nearly stagged can't even sit down at the table at their date like and they're saying everything and everything and all the reaction that when I did here was um, how well I came across in it uh, how natural it was and how confident it was and how genuine it was that was all the messages and feedback that was going around on Twitter I was getting no negativity or anything about it so um, that's one bit of advice if, I, if anybody was going on Maybe a one drink for a bit of Dutch courage before you go on, but don't absolutely go on hammered because then um, you're only going to make a show of yourself and it'll backfire in the long run. Actually, you're on TV for the, the rest of your life and that yeah. will circulate if you're pissed out. Exactly. I, I, I even see now at the moment they're repeating the series now and they're on about like episode six at the moment, I think, on a Thursday night. And I'm on the very last season finale, and I think it's episode 12. So, like, just about the end of November, I'd say early December, that's going to be shown again. So I'm like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we were, we, were, we, were, we were in lockdown as well when it aired as well. So I didn't even have a chance to make to get the little bit of fame, of fame out to go out, go out <laughs> to the polls and socialise. So I got to watch my own about Well, I've never actually spoken about it on this podcast, but I did the background dating on first dates years ago. I think it was like maybe season two or season three. I'm not really sure. And I thought it was horrific. So I'm glad to hear your date went much better than mine. Well, you must have, you must have just experienced bad dates in the restaurant or something, but uh, time flew by, like um, you have an hour and a half to have your date, like, and it just absolutely flew by in the restaurant, like it was like, went from nowhere, like the date was, we hadn't even got talking about half the stuff like we were talking about, like, and it just they nearly they were shoving the bill on their face and then get get out get out like yeah I think with the main daters they do put a lot of effort in the matchmakers like they're obviously trying their best for like of they want good for TV but they also want matches whereas the background daters I think it's just a case of you're in the same age bracket the guy I was with had an argument over, with me um, now bear in mind I'm from the border counties right so he had an argument with me over whether or not Monaghan was in the north or the south of Ireland and I was like well I would know. 
you know and I was like we'll have to agree to disagree he was claiming that it was in Northern Ireland I was like no it's not and he's like no we'll just agree to disagree I was like how about I stab you in the eyeball <laughs> I was like dear god man I kept explaining like tw- quite calmly how I knew I was like I live very close to it I go to Monaghan all the time you don't have to change my currency. <laughs> it's like, so for me, the hour and a half was quite a long time. But the people next to me were a really good match and they were main dares and they were a really good match and they had great crack and like a kind of, I enjoyed watching them. I think the main dares, there's a lot more effort to go into it. So I would nearly say for anyone who is listening to do first dates, to just not do the background date and just go for the full, go for the full experience. You might as well, because there's more effort put into your date. Yeah, and I think with it as well is that when you apply, if you're going to be a main dater on it, they don't, they won't pick you unless they actually have a genuine match for you that they think that will work, uh, because they don't want it to, uh, don't, don't don't want a bit of success out, but they don't want all the matches um, to be failures. Obviously, there will there will be ones that won't get on at all, and they'll have their um, their rows and everything. But uh, the majority of the the matches that do put them fairly well together, like uh, even every season seems to be improving and improving and improving. The, the matchmaking is getting better on it. What did you put down? Because, you know, they do ask you like things that you look for or whatever. Did you, what was your kind of key things that you were looking for? Yeah, well, I suppose being a, an avid um, runner, one of the one things that I did put down was that if that they were into their fitness, that they were athletic, that they liked a bit of music, that they were, had, they were bubbly personality, that they were up for the crack, up for having a laugh, up for doing things together, up for having, having a bit of crack and uh, just genuine and uh, caring as well. Caring was one of the things and cute, obviously, and nice smile. I, I always go for a nice smile in the girls for some reason. And you didn't put down anything like, I prefer blondes or brunettes or redhead or anything like that, or was it? No, I didn't put down much about the, much about the, the colour of their hair, but I did say that I, I wouldn't have mind a redhead. I don't mind redheads. Um, a lot of people are turned off by the redheads, but um, I actually find, quite find them quite attractive to, uh, redheads for some reason. Do people not like redheads? Well, I always thought that I always thought that um, yeah, redheads weren't um, not meant to be attractive from the male perspective. But uh, I'm attracted to them anyway. I wouldn't well, not against them. Well, there you go. And Nicola loves a ginger. No. I do. I love a ginger. I've gone through many stages where I've been like, oh, I'm mad for gingers. And then one of them will break my heart. <laughs> you can't avoid male gingers in Ireland. Like, good luck. Every single man on this island has a hint of ginger in them somewhere. <laughs> you generally see it when the beard is being grown. Yeah, I even, COVID. Yeah, even your beard, like, um, even your beard will grow ginger, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I love about COVID is that um, all the men have got beards and I love beards. So, like, I'm like, I love a bit of the ginger stubble that's rocking around the streets at the moment. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> stubble seems to be back in fashion and beards are definitely back in fashion as well. Like, up until about two and a half years ago, I would have never dreamed of growing a beard. And um, I just started instead, feck it. I, got, I kind of got lazy now. And I nearly wouldn't even bother going in now to buy a pack of the razors. Like, you just once you keep it trimmed and keep it oiled and everything, it's, it's grand. Like, yeah, we're, we're like you women nowadays, we're into our moisturizer and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you, a beard is like makeup for men. It's, it's exactly, yeah. Men's way of like adding a little makeup to their own face and it potentially hiding a multitude of, of sins underneath it. And we'll never know. <laughs> exactly. You're hiding all your guilt. <laughs> you also better upload some beard photos to your um, Bumble profile, Liam, because that is the thing now that I'd be looking for. 
you know, because I find that a lot of lads have old photos up. There was a guy I looked at today and he had screenshotted from his Instagram, which I really hate. I'm like, just put up a normal photo. Don't give me screenshots. But um, it was like 2017 was the date underneath. I was like, ah, come on. I need to see lockdown photos, beards, the whole crack. I want to see what's the last 10 months at least. That's one thing that wrecked my head during uh, lockdown. No hairdressers open. I normally get my hair trimmed every month. And I- my hopes and dreams of a Christmas boyfriend are slowly and very quickly going <laughs> to the toilet. It was not that high on the agenda anyway, but my God, it's 100% not going to happen now. Well, if they're, if the pub's open for Christmas, I am bringing out like 17 kilos of mistletoe and I'm just going to run around and lick the face of everybody. That's my plan. <laughs> just get a lockdown base and give him COVID and he has to stay with you. He has to stay with me then. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> I can wear him down. <laughs> well, you better send out a few warnings <laughs> before, before you head out at Christmas. <laughs> no, no. We're not giving people a warning, Liam. You can't give a fella time to escape. You've just got to lock that shit down. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think we're all going to be like that when we head out for the first time after lockdown when there actually is a proper place to go to socialise. We're all going to be like um, cats in heat and dogs in heat. We're just going to be hopping on the first thing we see, aren't we? Well, I I think so. But then also I forget how to talk to people now. So I'm going to be like, hey, you, eyebrows, beard. Uh, 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 and I'll be trying to chat somebody up and I won't know. I won't be able to remember anything about chatting to lads anymore. Yeah, I think like um, all of us, thing that people have even forgot what a shift is now at this stage I don't think we even know we'll have to we'll have to get get back to practicing before we before we go out oh there we go that there's a business someone can set up practice like your flirt technique before before you're released back into the wild because I know I was terrible anyway before this so I can only shift and Roshin you shouldn't say that Flirting, uh, <laughs> don't put it out there that you're terrible at shifting. Flirting, uh, I'm terrible at flirting in real life. So I, I, I'm just like I'm just gonna be curled up in a ball, just totally overwhelmed by by human activity. So uh, I don't. I think I'm just gonna be like. I'm just going to get drunk in the corner here and dance to myself. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I think there's going to be a full-blown like slut run. Do you remember back in teenage days when like lads would be like trying to count how many shifts they could get in a night? I think it's going to turn in. It's going to be like that. It's going to be slut runs. It'd be like, right, let's do laps of the pub and just shift everyone you can. I think he women were as bad, worse than actually lads at that. Like uh, when you'd be 16, 17 at a teenage disco, wasn't it all? Like how many you could shift in the night? Like, and you'd be counting and you'd be going over to your best mate look I'm on number nine now what are you on and all that if, if I could get nine I tell you Liam I would have worn that on a t-shirt yeah <laughs> same here if I could have got one I would have worn that on a t-shirt I definitely was oh, you didn't you must be very fussy you weren't trying too hard were you uh, <laughs> well I I could have. I think the most I ever got in one night was on St. Patrick's Day uh, when I was out all day drinking and shifted three people. And the next day, my friend and I were talking about it. She had shifted nine, I think. And the three people I'd scored, she'd also scored. So I was like, wow, we basically <laughs> scored each other. That's great. <laughs> that is one way now that that would should not be allowed. That is one way of spreading COVID. Yeah, that won't be allowed anymore. <laughs> You'll have to sign a disclaimer now. I have shifted Mary, so I can no longer shift anybody else for the rest of the night. <laughs> It'll be interesting, like, um, 
when like clubs if they ever open back up because uh, it's just going to be a whole different experience like oh I, like I can't actually I get a bit of, like a bit of anxiety when I actually think about like being in an, a full bar a busy bar or a nightclub again where like people are banging into you or you're at the bar and you're trying to get attention of the barman like because it's it, it's so against everything we've been taught for the last like seven or eight months yeah like you know most nightclubs like it could be two or three knee deep trying to get a drink at the bar and like you could be 20 minutes waiting for a drink like when social distances come in like we'll have to sit at our seats like and get our drinks brought down to us and nightclubs do open up like it's just not going to be saying there it's not going to work because you know the Irish when we get a couple of drinks and if we start wandering and we start chatting and we we move from A to B and B to A and C to D and E to F and by the end of the night we're, we're in down at C like so it just it just doesn't make sense like so I think nightclubs are not going to happen for a long long time yeah because even just like dancing do you know what I mean? Everyone gets a few drinks and like, and like everyone's banging into each other and everyone's sweating for food. And slut dropping. Slut dropping and everything else. So it's going to be, I mean, it's, I don't want to think about it too much because I do think it's a bit depressing if you, if you um, leave it like that. But um, if Liam were still kind of in the state in another couple of months, do you think you'd throw your head back into the ring for the old uh, internet date or you're just like, no, I'm just waiting until we can go back to normal? Oh, no, I think I will. Like, I just I don't know. It's just like at the end of the day, like I'm getting on in age. Like, and as I said, a lot of my mates they're all settled down. They all they're all in long term relationships. They're married with kids, so it's kind of kind of been left on my own. Like, so it's time to time to start uh, putting out a plan, a strategic plan on how I'm going to nail, nail put the nails to the coffin and find the right woman. Well, this is something I wonder about. Do lads feel that pressure as much as girls do? We obviously get it with the ticking, you know, womb, get a baby out of you um, and the amount of people in our families that put that pressure on. But do lads get the same thing? Like your mates are all getting married or in long-term relationships. Do people start saying it to you? When when are you going to get a woman? I suppose you get a bit of it now, but not as much as you women get it. Like obviously with um, a woman's body clock is a completely different different to a man's body clock. Like men can get married in, when they're 40, 45 and still be able to produce a family whereas it, 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 when it starts to worry women when they get to the around the thirties when they're not able to to have a long term partner partner and they're they're looking for to have kids like so it does get worrying at times like so yeah we do worry about it too like at the end of the day we don't want to be on our own forever. Yeah. I I suppose you kinda of, I think it's because you don't have the clock ticking as loudly as we do that you we kind of sometimes we forget and that's a bad thing on our part that we sometimes forget that also lads do have that pressure and then there's the sudden problem of men that maybe they leave it too late and they're in their 50s then and they're like shit everybody's married yeah well jesus if i'm if i'm still thinking when i'm 50 that's uh there's no hope for anything for me at all i'd say because uh, <laughs> 50 geez i can't even imagine going trying looking for the shift when i'm 50 like oh god <laughs> then, jesus. then again it might it might work it might work better for me when i'm 50 <laughs> it yeah. might be an easier easier way of working it <laughs> all the divorcees yeah. coming out looking for a new love but look if anyone's exactly. and is liam's type athletic bubbly up for the crack good smile red hair uh, you know, the ginger, all right. You can't be the ginger. You can get a <laughs> wheel, slide into Liam's DMs on your behalf, and pass on your information. So you can let us know. Yeah, I, you all know that I'm off the crack anyway, so I don't mind. I don't. I've often slid into a few DMs anyway, so I don't mind other people sliding into my DMs. <laughs> Good to hear. <laughs> and, and don't be taking that off in a dirty way. Right <laughs> into Liam's DMs. He's he's open and willing and happy, and he loves pictures with cats as well. So <laughs> they have to be ginger cats. 
Well, look, we <laughs> we leave it on, on that note then. For you, Liam, I'd say you'll be on all the way, all the way to end the podcast. <laughs> After this goes the yeah. Um, yeah. uh, but thank you so much for coming on Liam uh, this is gas crack it's always good to get a fella's perspective on this no hassle at all girls I had a great great banter with you anytime you want me on just give me a shout or um, yeah, I'll probably still sing anyway I'll be up for the crack so will we so will we that's good to hear if so. not we'll, we'll see you in coppers when it reopens well I do have, still have my gold card so I'm not to use that now that's, it's probably expired now at this stage it probably doesn't there probably won't be a copper gold card when it opens back up Oh, thank you so much for coming on Liam uh, thanks for everybody for listening and uh, we'll be back in two weeks time with another episode um, probably interviewing someone else since you're yeah. going on any date uh, stay safe uh, look after yourselves and try and stick to the rules as much as you can and wear yeah. your mask so that we can have a shifty Christmas yes exactly until next time bye bye <laughs>